Need financing for a vehicle or financial assistance with late auto payments? Don't have the money to your rent or mortgage? Need financial help with utilities? And also, would you want to receive cash back rewards for paying bills? Visit our friends at financialservicessolutions.com where you can get an array of packages that will fit your needs from monthly investments to virtual wallet accounts. You get debit cards, you get an array of services and you can pick between four different packages. Visit our friends at financialservicessolutions.com today. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there was a article that came out of Forbes.com uh, and they had asked black Americans, how safe do you feel since George Floyd's murder? And black people has responded. And, and let, let me tell y'all something. When you hear me saying certain things about this place is Babylon, this place is wicked. And I remember, you know, that people didn't used to call this place Babylon, but I, you know, when it, when, when it just came to me one day to say, you know, this place is modern day Babylon. That's why I started saying it constantly over and over and over. And the same thing, even with these white supremacists, you know, we got to label these white supremacists as the most dangerous entity on the planet earth and definitely the most dangerous entity in America. They're evil. They satanic. They're maniacal. Um, the white media, it, of course we talk about, we know Fox is up front and I can respect Fox because they are front with it, but CNN has been doing their, their, um, you know, white supremacist, you know, antics too, coming to black folks, trying to get them to say they forgive, um, you know, the white supremacists. And the reason why they do that, they try to, you know, taint the jury. Cause you remember with the case with Amber Geiger, you know, the prosecutor wanted her to get 30 years or what did the jury say? Well, you know, the family was forgiven. So, you know, we, we thought that we didn't want to give her that much time. So that forgiveness crap affects justice. You understand? But this media, you know, always look for somebody. That's why y'all got to start checking these people. Now, they said that two years after George Floyd's, of course, his um, very, very evil and demonic murder that was shown before the whole world that turned the whole world upside down. They said that black Americans are asked, you know, which institutions they trusted to push for change. They said they named nonprofit organizations, small businesses, and even uh, the government, but big businesses ranked dead last. They said part of the reason that expectations were so high, companies promised a lot in the wake of the George Floyd uh, senseless murder by a white supremacist race soldier. They're saying, and the nation talking about some soul search. Let me tell you something. At that time period, people, the these you, they were virtue signaling. Okay, these corporations and 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 the majority of white America was virtue signaling because if they were so serious, they can dismantle white supremacy by changing laws, and they're not going to do that. I told y'all know how many times y'all put it all on the doggone Republicans. But your white liberal friends are very, very invested in the white supremacy. They don't want it to end. Um, they want it to keep going. They love the benefits of it. Um, they just play the game a little bit better than uh, the Republican. You know, we don't have no friends. The Dr. John Henry Clark told us this, okay? So they covered some different things. They said, number one, they, they said safety. They say nearly six in 10 black Americans said they feel safe to so have a third said they feel less safe than they did two years ago. Say so one reason they say race soldiers have killed 549 black people since 2020. 
They say mapping police violence which tracks killings by police says black people are nearly three times more likely to be killed by race soldiers than white people. That's been the story for us ever since we've been in this country, but there's no anti-black hate crime bill. Okay. Now they asked, uh, you know, of course he was talking to Benjamin Crump, but he said the fact is that we, we are stroke. We in a stroke every day for dignity, respect and humanity. Um, he say in America, it's a stroke every day is just mentally draining. Now they say the stress was heightened for parents with a survey that find that black parents with children under 18 were more concerned about their kids and themselves. And I say, according to a 2020 study in the journal of pediatrics, black children were six times more likely than white children to be va- fatally shot by the police. Okay. Now let me, let me, I'm gonna get to, let me get to something else here too. Uh, cause I want to get, do something, talk about stress here for a minute. Now they say stress discrimination while building wealth. They say seven out of 10 black Americans say discrimination when it comes to building wealth stresses them out. I say black American households average 12 cents of wealth of every dollar held by white households, according to the federal reserve. And say, and black Americans are more than twice as likely to live in poverty as whites. Other stressors, the total racism on their mental health, 63% uh, feel it often. Okay. They said 28% enduring microaggressions in their daily life. They say 60, they said about, um, they talked about potential interactions uh, with the race soldiers. They say 60%. Workplace discrimination, 60%. Um, everything is just high with black people. Now let me, let me get to this stress and discrimination part and even the stress about the police and et cetera. The stress that we have as black Americans is not normal. Many of you have normalized it. And many of you have tried to do different avenues to deal with your stress, which has been very destructive. Uh, many people eat stress. Eating is a big thing. Okay. And you may not even realize that you're stress eating. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying other things that black people do abuse alcohol. You, you just got to get so drunk or whatever. A lot of times you don't realize you're trying to escape stress. The reason why some of y'all is so addicted to that freaking, uh, 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 marijuana is, is because of stress too. Some people are into hard drugs. Black people deal with stress all the time. And the reason I did not realize how stressed we were in this country until the first time I went to Ethiopia. And I said, man, I'm like, why I feel so like free? Like why I feel like a weight off my shoulders. Like y'all don't understand just being around the white supremacists causes stress for black people. Y'all don't get it. And, and the reason, and the reason why some of y'all, some of y'all have normalized that some of y'all are so used to distress. Some of y'all, well, I'm gonna say not that some of y'all, a lot of y'all is used to the discrimination that when somebody tell you that you don't really have to be around it, you don't have to even endure it, live it, etc. It sounds foreign to you. It sounds like what the hell are they talking about? This is why people that travel all the time, they, they just so free because they don't. And a lot of times when you get away from here, you don't really want to come back here. You really don't. I'm telling y'all, I, I went to South Africa and see with me, my stress at times can be worse because I'm always looking at horrible things happening to black people. So I can cover things on this platform. I'm always looking at race soldiers doing something to black people. 
I'm always looking at uh, uh, these white supremacist teachers doing something to our black children. I'm always watching, you know, different things that's happening on the jobs to black people. You know, I'm always, I have to see certain videos like fences that, that white supremacists in Buffalo, you know, I had to unfortunately see that because I have to kind of know what's in it so I can talk about it. Unfortunately that all that stuff affects my spirit, affects me with stress. You know, like I said, it was at one point in time, it was really messing with me, you know, so I learned that my way of dealing with the stress is getting out of the United States at least for a week or two. And I can deprocess from that. And then I can possibly come back and deal with it. But as I'm getting older and, and you know, and, and me and my wife have already had the conversation, the plan. So definitely, you know, in the works where, where, you know, like I said, I just can't, I can't deal with these people for the rest of my life. I can't, I can't live like that when I know I don't have to live that way. I don't have to live stressed out all the time. I don't have to deal with white supremacists all the time. I don't have to deal with sabotage all the time. You understand what I'm saying? That's why I say what I say. But some of you have normalized that stuff so much. And because, you know, it's the, because the white supremacists have taught us to be anti-black. We don't trust black people. We don't really want to be around black people. We trust them more than we trust our own. And yet they the one going in our grocery stores and, and, and shooting us down. And yet we'll still trust them. You had black folks talking to that white supremacist for days before he went in there. But you, but you won't have the, you know, sometimes black folks won't even speak to other black people. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying it, I mean, black folks, a lot of times the way this system is, it, have you been so indoctrinated into racism, white supremacy that you don't even realize how indoctrinated you are. Like anybody that gets upset with a black person talking about they doing something else outside the country, or they going to the Caribbean, or they going to Africa, or they going wherever they going, and you kind of getting upset because I've seen people saying comments. I feel offended when people say that. You feel offended that a black person say they're happy to get away from these white supremacists. They ain't saying you. They're saying the white supremacists. You really need to think that you have, you have so normalized dysfunction, stress, uh, 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 you know, evil that, that we have to deal with constantly. It is a better life than that. And like I say, I always tell people you got to choose peace. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do, but I'm just telling you why I say what I say based on what our people is saying. And what I have realized these white supremacists are devils. They're not good. Listen, honorable Elijah Muhammad was right long time ago about them. And they, and they, they, let me tell you something. They are worse in my opinion now than I've seen them in a while. And I've been covering this stuff for a while. They have gotten progressively worse. You understand? Now continuing. They said nine out of 10, they say uh, black people believe companies should have a, a larger role in advancing uh, racial equity for current black employees, uh, a larger role. The people say 61%. Some say uh, some role. Well, this is what I feel about that. See that that's another problem with black people. Even I would say all of America, but I'm only focusing on black people. You have been so socialized to get a job instead of a business. You've been told all your life. We just go to school stay out of trouble, you know, get your high school, you know, diploma, 
go get you a college degree, get you a good job. You know what I'm saying? That we have been socialized with that. We have never been socialized in start your business. America is pro business. It is. It's pro business. People in business get more uh, perks. People in business will be will make way more money than people with a job. You understand? And the reason why a lot of us are behind, you know, as black Americans is because we still have this job mindset instead of the mindset of our entrepreneur. Now I will say this because I've seen it with my own two eyes, even though the American government do help immigrants. And I'm talking about black immigrants that I've seen in how they get down in their own countries, right? If you have an immigrant that was selling mangoes on the side of the road or selling, um, you know, uh, cell phone cases or, uh, selling hot plates or doing whatever on the side of the road. That's the way they made their money. Cause they had no job for them. So they were so used to entrepreneurship, even though they didn't make much money. So when they come here to America and America helps them too, they still know that entrepreneurship. So they take advantage of the, the, the help America gives them. They already didn't have an entrepreneurial spirit, right? A lot of them. And they just turn that back into what they was already doing in their country. They weren't doing it on the scale. They doing it here, but they were doing it on the side of the road. Those who have traveled to different countries, you've seen these people, they hustling for real because if they don't hustle, they don't make no money for the day. So they got to have some sort of job to, to, you know, out there to, to make it on their own. So when you have a job mentality, which, which we have been socialized, especially in the black community with a job mentality, instead of an entrepreneur in a business mentality, that's what set us behind because we know on these jobs, these white folks, of course, discriminate. You could be so educated and you have a high school diploma, you know, white man, a white woman getting over you. You'd been on the job forever. They train they people and then put them over you within six months, all of that versus when you have your own job, uh, I'm sorry, your own business, you will make more money. Look at the sister that, uh, just recently, uh, the sister that owns a uh, slutty vegan. If that sister was working a job, she she wouldn't, uh, she wouldn't be may have no hundred million dollar business right now. If she working a job, a job is not going to pay you a hundred million dollars. You would never make a hundred million working a job. Black folk got to get out of that job mentality and get into the entrepreneurship mentality. Also, if you're going to live in Babylon, even though I know we're going to deal with some issues, you got to learn how to cut the white supremacists out your life much as possible. And one way to cut the white supremacists out your life is not working for them. It's working for yourself, creating your own job. You want to cut the white supremacists out your children's life, homeschool your children or send them to a school operated and ran by black people. That's private and not charter. Okay. That's another way to cut the white supremacists out your children's life. I mean, if you're going to live here, you're going to have to cut everything out with them just so you could halfway deal with it. But unfortunately, because of the job mindset, we just got to have a job instead of a business. We got to send our kids to today's school system. When we know the school system, don't teach them anything for one. They talking all this critical race theory crap, right? Which is basically, uh, uh, not teaching American history because they, they don't want their kids to know the things they've done to black people. 
I mean, that's the craziest thing ever. They don't want to teach American history. Why would you want your kid in the school? And now they're not learning history. They're being indoctrinated. That's crazy to send your kid to any school where they're indoctrinating them with lies. And they always talk about misinformation, disinformation. How come uh, the Democrats and do nothing about all these Republican states through the department of education saying that? No, that's a, no, that's against the uh, federal law that you cannot sit up here and talk about denying well, what's going to be taught because the department of education is over all the schools in America. Right. But notice the Democrats and say nothing about that because they are actually, they don't, they agree with the, what the Republicans are doing with critical race theory. See, they'll let the Republicans say it and stay quiet. They'll stay quiet, meaning they agree with it. So they cool with your children being propagandized and being lied to. They cool with that. So as long as you begging companies to treat you right, it's never going to happen as long as they own it. Now they continue to say corporate responsibility. They say when asked how much of an impact uh, would the following half of the black community, 74% thinking investing in public programming, black initiatives and black owned businesses would have an impact. This is 72% think clear compensation structures to prevent racial discrimination would is it 70% think authentic investments in diversity, um, and inclusion practices, which that's a, that is such a waste of time. Um, they said the recruitment and retention of black talent, they say 68% uh, think internal accountability and 66% more representation and managerial and leadership position Rep- representation don't mean crap. If, if they are black face representing white supremacy. Okay. Now they said, um, in the two years since Floyd's death, over half of black Americans, they say will positively rate companies, racial equity work and say 59% say the companies have actually made a good effort in recruiting and retaining black talent. Um, they said, under 40, 68%, 40 plus 47%. They say 55% are increasing awareness by anti-black bias, microaggressions. Uh, they also said 53%, uh, increasing transparency and accountability for racial diversity efforts. Uh, they say 53% on that. And they say investing in black communities. Um, they say 52%, they say under 40, they say 59%. Um, they say 52% they say speaking up on social issues that affect black communities. Okay. So, you know, they said, um, unfortunately it's interesting here. They said black Americans faith that change will come. They said two thirds of black Americans think it's likely that they experience significant changes in increasing black home ownership in their lifetime, along with increasing investment in black, home, black home businesses. Uh, they said funding uh, of black educational institutions, equity in the job market, and America's overall treatment of black people. Um, see that lets you know what I told you. The majority of black America is lost because this place is, is not going to treat you right. They ain't treat you right for 500 years. Why are they going to start today? You understand? You want to increase investment in black owned businesses. The best investment is us. You're spending over a trillion dollars a year. You invest in the black owned businesses. If you invest in the black owned businesses and stop giving your money to Louis Vuitton, and, 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 and Versace and all these other people that Michael Kors and all these white people that you're giving all your money to and invest in the black owned businesses. You, why would they need to do some investment? You need to do the investment. See, the problem is in black America is who you, you always looking to white people to save your behind. That's the problem. So two thirds of black people, that means a third of black people get it and two thirds don't. 
You understand? It will never be quote unquote equity in the job market. It will never be that these people it's their culture is anti-black racism. It is like, I don't understand like how you, a lot of people just don't get that. We have to be basically like they say FUBU for us and by us. That's what we need. That's what we have to be to make it. And, 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 and it's like, we've been in this country this long. If you look at our ancestors, our ancestors done better when they did things on their own. They had their own schools, their own businesses, their own everything. And they were doing so much better that way. These people are not going to treat you right. They're not going to educate you right. They, you, you hoping against hope because treating you right would end white supremacy. White supremacy can't exist without anti-black racism. You need a permanent underclass of white supremacy to exist. If everybody's equal, then white supremacy is over. If everybody's equal in order for them to stay supreme in a, in, in, in a society, they got to have you as, as an underclass. You don't get that. That's the way it works. That's the way it's been working for hundreds and hundreds of years. We could solve our own problems. Globally, we could solve our own problems. But the problem is globally, it's not just here in America. It's, it's in Africa. It's in the Caribbean. You always look into the white man to do everything for you. And this is why we are in a condition that we in. This is why we stay losing. Instead of taking opportunities and, 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 and flipping the game and playing the system to get what we want and say, nah, we don't need, we don't need nothing from them people. We, 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 we get everything we need. We do it on our own, right? We don't want to do that. I told you a long time ago, most black folks, which I say two thirds, just want a job. Just want white people to treat you just a little bit better than what they're treating you now. The police stop killing you. You know, the white supremacists leave you alone. You know, and, and, and you fine with that, you know, let you get a house, let you get a car, you know, and, and that, and that's about it. You, you cool. Let, let, let you go to church and, and take vacation here and there and, and go to club and, and, and drink and smoke your, your tweeds and you, you fine, you fine. You know, you would love it and, and you don't want to do nothing else. You don't want to run nothing. You don't want to control nothing. And that's just what's coming down the pipe for black people is they can't, they're not going to be able to take care of you. There's a lot of dark days coming in this country. A lot of dark days. I'm having people that never in their life even thought about having options and going to Africa, going to the Caribbean, going to other places are telling me now we talk about black people, black Americans said, man, this place has gotten horrible. And I, I'm ready to go. You say, cause this, this is not the America I grew up in. It, I mean, it's, this is not the America I grew up in either. You know, the America I grew up in like in the eighties, nineties, stuff like that. You know, I mean, it's not like that anymore. I mean, it's, it, it is falling apart at the seams. And it's like these politicians not trying to do nothing about it. They're not Biden is like, let the country go to hell. That's how he is. You don't have baby formula on the shelf. Gas is through the roof. Food is through the roof. Rent is through the roof. You know, cars is high. Everything is just high. And these politicians not doing a thing about it. Democrat or Republican. They cool. 
They say, let the country go to hell. And what's going to end up happening, what I kind of see, because it's going to get worse, it may be some civil unrest. And it's not going to be on the guys of black people. It's going to be just people in general. Because they're not going to be able to make it. Like I said, y'all about to go back down, like not because of, a, of the smallpox thing, but people going to have to go back to how it was during the pandemic when everybody was locked down because you're not going to be able to afford no gas nowhere. You got to stay your behind at home like you did during the pandemic. You will have to be watching stuff at home and doing everything from home like you was before, staying out in restaurants and everything else because a lot of people are not going to be able to afford it. Crime is through the roof. They're not doing nothing about the crime. I mean, America is descending into third world status because they choosing to do it. So black folks that got their act together, black folks that, that find ways to make money, etc., are saying, you know what? <laughs> uh, let me start looking around, bro. You know, and I, I'm not going to be telling y'all that every day. I'm not, I mean, I'm going to report the news and everything because you know, some people just, just so hard headed with that. And I'm not trying to fight with you. That's the last thing I'm trying to, but for the black people who, who is seeing the writing on the wall and how this place is descending into chaos. And these politicians don't care. That it's descending into chaos either. They don't care. You know, it's like one of the things, what you going to do now? They said half of black Americans say it's likely they'll see significant criminal justice and prison reform in their lifetime. Nearly 47% say they'll see the end of police brutality. I mean, are you serious? Like, see, that's how delusional our people are. These, the, 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 the slave patrol started to catch slaves, to beat slaves to violate slaves, to do whatever they wanted to do. And the slave patrol morphed into the race soldier department. That's been the history of them. And they've been doing that forever. Why do you think that you're going to see the end of police brutality? It's not going to happen as long as they run it. That's what I'm saying. I say I, the problem that I have a lot of times with, with, with black folks is that you believe in the devil. <laughs> Literally. If you, if the devil is evil and he was evil from the beginning and he be evil to the end, that's like believing in the devil, which all is like all this hope and faith. They're not showing you nothing to have hope and faith in. They're not. I'm a realist. This place has descended like to, to it's descending quick, but we have to really think about some of this stuff. Like I said, you go live in Babylon. You have to try to cut out the white supremacists as much as you can you know, out your life, you know, and you can do that. Like I said, through a few things I've discussed earlier, but you but regardless, you're going to deal with the white supremacists as long as you live here. And, and, and I, I told y'all, I, I just can't, I don't want to li live my whole life in this place with these people. You know, I just, no, uh-uh. they want to, they want to do what they want to do here. They can, I, I got to have some peace. I got to have some peace in the Valley, but you know, thank you ladies and gentlemen for uh, joining us on the podcast today. We greatly appreciate it. Um, it's your first time coming here. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, that way, you know, we post another podcast. Uh, make sure you click the like button as well. Um, it's free. It don't hurt you to click the like button at all. If you are, um, definitely enjoying the podcast, you know, consider donating a love offering. And I know as many podcasts you can come to, to listen, I said, and uh, we greatly appreciate you coming by here. So definitely we'll see you next time.